This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Batman, Batman, will somebody tell me what kind of a world we live in when a man dressed up as a bat gets all of my press? This town needs an enema. Happy New Year on DC Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talks, DC Movie News. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. There you go. Yeah. Special guest gets no mug until you've been vetted through <laughs> at least the trial of, of three shows, my friend. Don't think that you get a Popcorn Network branded beverage on your Three birth. shows and a list of YouTube comments. Who do you think you are? <laughs> I'll tell you who we think he is. We are joined by a very special guest today. Corey Gibson, you can find him at on Twitter at Gibson Kage. Explain what that means. Uh, Kage is short for Kageyama. It's a. Uh, um, it's being a badass really samurai. Ninjas growing up, yeah. Oh, listen to this guy who's badass. joining us on DC Movie News. Welcome, 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 Corey. Happy New yeah. Year. How are you doing, man? I'm all right. Just beginning of the year is. Time to go back to school and all of that. Oh, he's got school too. He's Melbourne. Yeah. Got school and all yeah, of this. I, I remember but, uh, those so days. So Corey's relation to the show, he actually uh, is an awesome was, relationship. So it's it's a fandom. You right? re- you watch you watch the yeah, show. Yeah, you I watch. I watch. Uh, I'm a film student, and I was like, hey, I need an internship. So let me hit these guys up. Yeah, you reached out to me. I think you threw an email. I got an email somehow. And I passed it on to the to the the team here, the producers here, and they brought him on as an intern. Yeah. Uh, and then with my show that I do, Character Corner, uh, that was one of my producers, and we did the whole big. God, I think we had ten of them. We tried to knock out at once, and he brought you on, and you were editing all those. So all of them that are coming out now, that's all your handiwork. Oh, yeah, so I yeah. have a, a a great thank you for you, and I think it's awesome that you help us out like that. Yeah. So you definitely, you're a fan, and you, here you are now. You're on the panel. Look at this. Yeah, it's a little. He's nervous, guys. Go easy on him. Go easy Look on him. Look at this. I remember my first time. I was all nervous, but... Yeah. I'm very excited uh, to be here. So sorry that uh, the crown jewel of DC Movie News, Roxy Jose's Schreier. upset. Jose's upset. He's like, no, Roxy, boo. No, Roxy. I'm sorry if we lost you. You're going to have to deal with Corey. Johnny LaCosta was also out of the country. Is he with He's the troops somewhere, again? Somewhere. Somewhere for two weeks now. I think probably with the troops. Uh, so uh, how was your Christmas? How was your New Year's? I mean, it was your holiday, man. Hey, man, it's my thing. I'm still going strong. I, uh... I love the holidays still. You know me, Mikey Christmas, what it is. I still got a good week left, I think. I didn't take my tree down. My lights are still up. And you're loving it. Yeah. I, I've, I've, and no rush. I felt I muscled through a cold through it because everyone at work a was sick. A lot of people had that cold. Yeah, everything got it, but I got through that. I had a great Christmas. Uh, everyone's healthy and happy, my friends and family in my life. So it was a, it was a great holiday. Great holiday. That's awesome. New yeah, Year's man. was good? 
New Year's. Yeah, I didn't really drink because I was on the antibiotics. Oh, how about you? What you were getting over. Yeah. Well, I actually I had a friend that was opening a restaurant in town, and then I had a big New Year's Day party, which I invited you to, but I guess you were sick. Did you not get the invite to that? I had the. You were talking about I was fighting that cold, but knocking oh, okay. that thing back. I, was so trying... I had. I did a lot of fried chicken. I Instagrammed oh, Jesus. about it. I, I was. I was into this idea of sous vide and doing fried chicken. And, uh, Souving? Souving. It's a method of cooking. And this is not, this is a little teaser for the blue apron that you know is coming <laughs> later. But so it was like a method of doing fried chicken where it's like slowly cooked in a bag and then you just take it out and you bread it and you fry it. Uh, and then it's like very crispy but Jeez. also incredibly moist. It's a, it's a whole thing. That sounds delicious. And it, 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 it has nothing to do with DC Movie News, which is why you're joining us here today. Thank you very much for joining us today on DC Movie News. That is, of course, Mike Kalinowski. And that I am. I'm Adam Gertler, and um, it's so good to be here in 2017, you know. Um, it feels like I haven't been here in a while. I mean, Roxy and I closed it out. I haven't. I haven't <laughs> been here in a while. Because we thought we thought we were going to do one more show after the last one that Roxy and I did, so it was kind of like a bittersweet at the end. We were like, oh, we, oh we're not going to be here next week. And then so we just, just kind of just, it fizzled out. Yeah. New Year's. Yeah. Is- so that was what happened. A lot of things happen. The holidays happen, but, but everybody's back. But I'll tell you, the first piece of DC movie news didn't wait... A second. I was like, I woke up on one one seventeen, and it, it was like, the first. It wasn't a it. It kind of was. God. It was like, um... hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, okay, let's just talk about it since we're here. Um, I think it's going to dominate what we're talking about today pretty much. Well, you know, listen, we're going to talk a lot about Batman (laughs) today um, for good and bad. And, and, you know, we're very excited to hear what everybody in the chat role has to say. Everybody's got a lot of opinions. You know, throughout the past months, Affleck's been giving interviews DC uh, Press, uh, Warner Brothers, Brass has been talking. We mentioned it on the show. We talked about yeah, yeah, yeah. Several weeks ago, I posed the theory that like there's kind of a stalemate going on between Affleck and the studio. It seems like it just seems like there's disinformation or right. different information. And so I posed the thing where I said, you know what, Affleck could walk away. He's not signed. Now to I was this not movie. here that episode. You were that not here that, that episode. And everyone's upset. You should have been there to defend it. But then I watched the episode. Watch right. what you said. And I, the next episode where you and I were on together, I kind of had, not, I didn't, not kind of, I had your back, and I just think the people on, out in social media took it the wrong way what you were saying. You were very look, looking at it from a logical standpoint, and right. not a DC sucks, what, he's going to leave it. No, no, no. All I'm seeing is, like, it looks like, you know, it, it comes to a point, and it's almost like a game of chess, where it's like there's... You know, like, both players right. like, have a position right here, and it's like... Ben Affleck is in a place in his career with what he's done where he is not going to walk into a situation where he does not feel like success is going to happen. And DC slash Warner Brothers is in a position where they want to have a Batman movie in a theater by a certain time. And and neither side is necessarily wrong. Right. But when you also consider... DC slash Warner Brothers' larger interest of a combined universe and many more movies, and not just a Batman movie. Right. Right? Yeah, it's So it's their not... interest is in many movies, which gives them an, an vested interest in Affleck's movie, which now has to, is taking place in this universe, which we've established. Right. So you can kind of see where 
there. I mean, it's not about butting heads. <laughs> it's not about right and wrong. It's it's about where do where do the interests sort of lie? Like if if Affleck and John say had a story that they wanted to tell, and I don't know if that's the case. I don't right. know if there's you know a difference of opinion between Jeff Johns and Affleck with with the way that they, the film wants to go, but. You're, you're thinking about a lot of things here. What do you What do you think, Mike? Jump in. I'm, I'm trying. To, I'm not uh, trying to be a negative guy. No, no, I'm just you're, trying to, you're not coming off. I'm as just negative. trying to lay it down. I think you said I it best. It. You said it best. There's two sides. It, there's the studio, which is the business. They want to make money. They know that this is their billion dollar cash cow. Yeah. This Batman franchise of all these films, that movie's going to make the billion. It's been consistent for them. I think it will. I mean, that's their guy for since '89. Yeah. Uh, but then you got Affleck, who's a director and he's an artist. So you've got. You've got the show and you've got the business here, and they're kind of they want the them both to come together, but it yeah. seems like um, uh, 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 it's interesting because Kingsport Cal, Kingsport Cal, I don't know. He's like he says that the, uh, the statements are leverage for Affleck, which is a great way to look at this. So here's a positive way to look at it for a DC fan. You know, Affleck is basically putting his cards on the table, and by being public and by saying these things, right. he's saying, look, there's no contract signed yet. It's a really smart, cold, cool thing. The guy is worth $100 million. He, like, he's, he's, he does not need to kowtow to anybody. He's WB's golden boy, as far as not even just his Batman films, his directing with his films. He's so, their golden guy. So he's basically saying, like, listen, I know you have a time and I want to make this movie, or at least that's how I read it, is that I'm going to make this he movie. He wants but, to do it. But it's not based on a, on a deadline. And and Warner Brothers is like, oh, well, well, hopefully we got Ben making that movie and it's coming out. And, like, I mean, I'm telling you, papers have not been signed he, on this thing. And you got to look at it from this standpoint. This guy has been through the ringer. Daredevil comes out. He gets destroyed for oh, that. Oh, God. He gets cast as Batman. Gets destroyed for that. Comes out in the movie BVS. He's phenomenal. Yeah. But then the press, remember, sad, you know, he's sitting in that interview. Then people bash on him for that. The movie's beaten up more than Affleck is. Affleck actually comes out of the, and believe me. As the the champion. If Affleck had gotten beaten up more about Batman, I don't know that we'd even be having this conversation And here he is making a film that was. Corey, feel free to try and see jumping in. I'm sorry. There's no rules. He's like, well, these guys, shut up. There's no rules. I have an opinion. We could go all day. We'll talk. Okay, um, so chime in whenever you want. Like what I was thinking, because you know, as an up and coming um, filmmaker, sometimes you get kind of married to your work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe what he's working on is good enough, and somebody just needs to be like, "Hey, bro, you know, it's done." Because you can keep writing and keep writing. So you're saying, like, That's as a filmmaker, you're always of kind of like yeah. you're never finished with it. Yeah. And Warner Brothers is like, no, it's great. We got to go. Yeah. Okay. So I that's, mean, I mean, that's another way to look at it. Sure. That's a, it's a fairly optimistic way to look at yeah. it. That Affleck is writing this ongoing opus that just will never end, and he's just yeah, he's just like I'm not done. It's not, I don't you know oh, I, I don't like this part. Or, you know. I think what a lot of people have to understand is he's all these are coming out now because he's in the press for Live by Night, right? And this is a movie. It's a passion project of his. He's directing it. Yeah. He wants to talk about that. He's not being a jerk and going, you know what, guys, you're, you're bringing up Batman. I don't want to talk about it. Let's talk about this movie. He knows, and we've talked about this on the show before, anytime these actors come in, no matter what project they're doing, they bring up the superhero film. So he's yeah. got to give them something. And he's being and good about it. Everybody in the chat room agrees that like, in this negotiation, Ben Affleck has the upper hand here. Sure. Because if he doesn't make the movie, Warner Brothers can't keep their schedule for whatever. It just makes that movie later anyway. Now, and if he does make it, it's still, it's still, we're still looking at 2019 at the earliest. Oof. 
I mean, there's no and, way at this point guys, we're talking about a no 2018 movie. No one more movie. than me wants this movie to come out next year. No one more than me wants this to come out in 2018. But I would rather it wait to be phenomenal. I'd rather it beat The Dark Knight for the ultimate... Like, everyone pretty much views The Dark Knight but, okay, as the but, quintessential but, but, but best now, Batman film. All right, now, if I had to ask you, would you rather situations... Like, have, if I could have my druthers? If you can have your druthers, like, would you rather see Ben Affleck's ultimate Batman film or a film that ultimately serves the um, growing DC extended universe? Do you want to see another Batman film that is autonomous and I gotta say one of the things about Batman that's so great is that if you take him out of a world of superheroes he works phenomenally well Batman some would argue even better yes yeah Yes, and so that's kind of why Nolan's films don't exist in a world of heroes that have powers. In fact none of the other Batman films do. Yeah, pretty so much. So this is all um, uh, this is all virgin territory and, and like you know yeah. forging that and how do you make this character make sense in a world where you have all these other gods too it's a tricky thing to negotiate and it's just you know it sounds like the, the movie that I would think Affleck <laughs> wants to make is probably smaller and more tense and yeah. more mystery more detective more the thing that like some of us fans want and I would think that maybe again this is me knowing nothing but like Warner Brothers is like there's other things that do have to be served here which we saw what that did to the original Ant-Man project yeah 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 right sure so you know there's a lot of that going on here Uh, I think for me this goes back to I think Roxy and I were getting into it a little bit where I don't feel these films need to be in service of the next film you know whereas Flash coming out Wonder Woman Aquaman as a like going kind of the opposite of the Marvel way, where every Marvel film, you know, dovetails into the next big phase. Where this, it's just like Batman. They're comic books, just like the comics. You can read yeah. Batman, and he's doing something. He's off in Santa Prisca, beating up Bane, and then that same issue uh, week, yeah. you'll see him in Justice League. Yeah, but they're not. You just know well, that they're. Well, the separate. thing is, Mike, you have to make the decision then if that's what you're going right. to do, or and if I you're going to do the connected universe. And I you have to make the I mean, decision. It's still connected. The tissue is still there. Right. But it's not, you're not having Flash pop up in Batman's Solos film. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, do I think Affleck's going to walk away from this? No. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I really don't. Um, I, but it's just funny that we, we've talked about that, and then, like, you know, this comes up. Here's the thing. The, the comment that really has got to make you, you know, give you pause, and I know people want to downplay this and say, oh, it's not a big deal, and it's like, it's a lot of clickbait, but he said it's not a set thing. Like, that's a really dismissive sort of phrase. Now, and it's a turn of phrase for a writer, not a set thing. But like, It's a like, weird thing to I, say. I, I, there's something i got to pull, pull up. You guys keep talking. I'm going to pull okay, something okay. up Okay, Corey, please like, chime in on that. Uh, not mean, a set thing as in well, that was 2018? In the, in the most recent interview with, uh, what was it, Empire or Guardian or what was it? What was the uh, article in? Uh, it was the, the recent I'm, I'm interview with right, right Affleck now. and he had said that, yeah, it's not a set thing and, and the script still isn't right, which is kind of the same thing we've been hearing for a, lo- a while now. Um, but, but also we've been hearing that we're going to be shooting this movie and we've heard actors say we're going to shoot this movie and we've heard uh, studio executives say we're going to shoot this movie and then we've heard Affleck say like yeah that's the idea that's the hopeful thing I wanted I mean it's I mean look at all the statements Affleck has made since the beginning of this and they are nothing if not uh, Mamby Pamby like he is not a definite person he's not he's not a guy grinning from ear to ear saying I can't wait to make Batman it's going to be amazing like I mean Based I mean, on the statements you make, you know, and, and you know, it's kind of hard. Like, 
as a filmmaker, you don't want to say you do you're doing something and then you pull back or change the date and because you know a lot of movies say oh so, uh, it's going to come out on X date and then it gets pushed. So back. don't you think you know that what? if Warner Brothers really had this guy's back, wouldn't they just kind of all kind of just agree to kind of keep it quiet and like kind of just. I don't know, just kind of like solidify um, the, the narrative, you know? Right. Like the rhetoric is just, it's very public and it's very weird. Yeah. And it's certainly not what we've seen from places like Marvel Studios or, or even Fox, really. You know, like they kind of keep a company line, but, but it, I'm wondering if we're finding it. I mean, because Warner Brothers <coughs> is trying to do this weird thing where they're really trying to make more filmmaker driven films, but then also tie them together in an effort to, and, and I certainly commend them for this to make them different than Marvel. Right? Yeah, they got to go a different way. Um, let me ask you guys this because I've been I've been meaning to get your opinion on this. What do you think happens if there just comes to a, a stop point where Affleck he's not happy with the script, it's not ready? Right. Warner's, you know, guys, we got to go, and Affleck walks. Mm-hmm. What do you think? What do you guys, your opinions, thinks happens with that? Because I have my opinion. Uh, wow. If that happens, I think... Uh, I, I mean, I, my first instinct is to say that you just you recast Batman and you keep all the other players right. there. Yeah, yeah. I, I my, mean, my gut reaction was they reboot. They're done. This, this DC Universe, they, they hedge yeah. their bets, go, okay, BBS wasn't what we wanted to, Suicide Squad, yeah, made, whatever, here's, but it's not what it problem. is. Here's the problem. But I don't think they will because... Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash are going. I don't think it was a great idea to start your universe with a Batman that's already over the hill. I, I get it from a story point of right, view okay. why those are more interesting, but like, but I just, don't. But I mean, there's been so many Batman movies. I mean, how many times you can tell a story with a Batman? But, at that but age, what I'm saying is, like, right. how long can you keep this current roster though in film? Well, I think but the thing is. And that was a good thing with Affleck is they made him older than he really was. Yeah. So I don't think in this next film... So he can play that age for a while. Yeah, and I don't yeah. think in this next film they're going to harp on his age. No, I no, think yeah. the only good thing... And I think this is a great thing. It gives him the statesmanship to be the, the leader of the Justice League. Right. And it, it, that's a different dynamic. I like that. Here's the other thing. And I've heard some people mention this. What does this rhetoric imply if anything for the state of the Justice League film Affleck's thing yeah like you know how you said this and I was I'm trying to think of how I word it because I was thinking about this the other day Affleck would not be going so strong on this if he had a crappy experience doing Justice League if he was making if if he shot Justice League and was like ah man I this is just not working I I signed on for this I gotta make this movie he would not have gone forward to do Batman he would have been like you know what I got my contract, I'll do my films, but I'm yeah. not stepping up to help out at all. I think Justice League, from everything we've heard, was a blast. I don't know. I mean, because here's the other thing. is like, what if he didn't have a good time on it, and he's talking about how that's the last film I make? How disastrous would that be if Affleck was talking about, I'm already done before Justice League even comes out? Like, what do you he, mean? Well, I mean, like, if, if, if it oh, was... At, off the Batman? Right. Like, if, if he was just like, no, I'm not making the Batman. If that was the news now. That would be... I think... <laughs> Would hurt Justice League immensely. Yeah, immensely. Immensely. So it's really interesting. Like, you, there's a lot of. I, I really, honestly, guys, and I, I. Because just the day after this thing comes out, I think it was in Variety, they posted that everything is on track with Batman. The yeah. Batman. They're okay, they're going. And then, yeah, they talked about uh, what? Like filming locations? That came out, and then the next day was 
they were scouting locations in LA. Right. I think the fact is, I think Affleck's at the point now, he's doing, Live By Night's not out, so he's getting ready to do all the press. He's got to give the fans something. I mean, we, I think we all wish Ben Affleck would go, guys, I can't talk about it. I See, cannot talk I about it. This is, you will know this when is they why want it's you to so know. effed up, Mike. And I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I have to see it and call it as I see it. It's okay. just like, when you're talking about, like, scouting locations and, like, production dates and everything, and the guy behind the film is, like, the one pulling out the brakes, it's like, you either get behind the guy that's making the film well, and don't talk <laughs> about it, like... It's just here's, weird. Here's to me what I, I and and just being in the industry. I mean, Affleck knows that there is a there is to say that there's not a screenplay. Can you imagine play. that on a Scorsese film if everyone else is like talking about this movie you're going to make and, and Scorsese's like, "Yeah, I don't know if I'm willing to do that." Yeah, but I I mean, Affleck the 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 bones of a script has got to be there. They've got to know. Okay, we need an Arkham Asylum. Okay, mm-hmm. we need a, a Gotham, we uh, a police station. And they can go out and scout this. They're not going right. to because then they're not going to be scrambling six months from now when that script is ready to go. It's like right. shit, we got to go. They're like, okay, we know we need, right. a, we know we need. So a, it's official a pre-production. Stuff. It's yeah. just official pre-production. You stuff. don't think that they're designed? I mean, well, which is why Manganello. We seen him in costume. And Deathstroke. Costume he was in that. What was it? Months ago, because yeah. they knew Deathstroke was the villain. But then again, I'll talk to Corey Gibson as a filmmaker. How intimidating is it when like you're getting your costumes built and your sets built and everything's building around the movie because it's been so built but like the core of your story isn't there like that's got to be daunting. Yes, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sitting in that right now because oh, like, <laughs> like I know what <laughs> I want, me. I know where I want to go, but if the story is not right, you put forth all this effort and then you make a finished product and it's kind of it falls Here. apart in the process. You know. Yeah. Well, here's something. Um, I, I, there's a great book out now. It's it's the art of Rogue One. Okay, and it, it goes from pre-production with concept designs. There were so many designs. Good of the movie, ro- by the way. Great movie. R.I.P. Carrie Fisher. Oh, I mean, that's Jesus. Oh, that boy. was a that was the last 2016 kicking oh, the nuts. Boy. Um, anyway, anyway, great book. But the great book. But but they go through all these concept arts of how different the team looked and how far along they got in production or pre-production when it was completely different. Aliens is part of the rogue team, mm-hmm. and then it changed and this and that. But but the concept was still there. Nothing changed from that. So I think pre-production, those artists, they got to go on that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I I don't. Th- I think Ben Affleck, he's been in the business long enough to know. It's par for the course. I just hope, and let's put a pin on this and talk about some other stuff. Let's do that. Um, I hope that what's happening this week is that Warner Brothers and Ben can get together and just kind of like decide how we're going to like deal with this moving forward and let's get on the same page and like let's get the fans excited about you know Wonder Woman and Justice League and not talking about a movie that's going to happen. That's or not another thing. Happen. That's another you know, thing. It's like. It's 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 a difficult. It's just it's just sometimes things can be so transparent. It's hard to just be a fan. You said this. Why do you think that is? We've got three films ready to come out or, or in production: Wonder Woman, Justice League, Aquaman. Yeah. Why so much focus on the Batman right because now? Because it's just like the media wants to poke the hole wherever they see it. That's hole, the man. thing. It's You're like absolutely right. That film is so far away. Anyway, we've got three films coming out. You know, possibly four with the Flash. I mean, and then is Batman. Everyone cares about. That's what that. I'm saying. Exactly. It's their cash cow. It's the billion. Yeah. Exactly. All right, let's move on. Okay, so uh, Patty Jenkins talking about uh, Wonder Woman's World War One setting. Yes. Uh, and why it made sense to set it there. What, what are you guys' uh, thoughts about this? Uh, I think it's great because, one, it separates from Cap being World War II. Right. But I don't know if you guys play video games. I'm playing, what's it, Battlefield 1 right now, which is set in World War One. Okay. And playing this game, 
it's so awesome to see. It's like, oh my god, Wonder Woman's gonna be running through this stuff. Do you wish you had setting. a little Wonder Woman avatar to run? I kind of wish they did with uh, that lasso whip and everyone. I, I think it's a great choice. They could have said it in either one, but they chose to go a different route with it. And we don't see that many World War One films as opposed to World War Two. It's World War Two is always the more popular choice. That's for true. Films. I'm going to say right now, I rewatched the uh, the Wonder Woman trailer, which we're going to take a look at again later, in Russian. And, like, right Russian. now, Russian. just that trailer alone is, like, m- maybe my favorite DCEU movie right now. It's great. There's so many moves that she's making and defying physics and everything that, like, you know. Yeah, she's Wonder Woman. Really, it's really, really wonderful. I mean, in the best way possible. But still, when she walks onto the battlefield. Mm. Now, do we, because talking about Wonder Woman, I don't think we covered this since Roxy and I, I think it happened over the holidays. They released that so a picture of her with the sword, right? And it's called the God Killer Sword. Yes. So there's talk that Ares is the villain, right? He's what's his name? The guy Austin? that was in the Wolverine. Yeah, but we, I don't Austin. think we. That's never been officially come out there. But she saw them fighting each other like one on one. See, I got so much crap for that. I said this in the trailer because she's she's smashing him up and down with that sword, yeah. whip, and I was like, "There's no way that's a regular soldier." People are like. Well, she might be with. So- I was yeah, like, "No, that's that's that's, that's a trustable <laughs> man." I mean, yeah, I mean, if he wasn't a guy, that's kind of overkill. Just it's to, too much. Yeah. yeah, I got so much crap for that it's on this panel much. for it's people. It's like that. I think that's Aries in disguise in a I human think it form. Is too. Yeah. Do you, so do you think he'll evolve past that? I think I would hope so. Yeah. But, but I love that we're not seeing it. Don't pull a doomsday. Do you think it's going to be? Don't a Danny, show us it. Don't show us it. Is it going to be Danny Huston like CGI Hulk styles? <laughs> I hope they mocap like some kind of mocap. Yeah, but, but actually, no, but he, that's what he I mean. Look Hulk human. Is mo-cal- mo-cal- he can look human, like just make him a little bit bigger human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I would like to see. That's what I mean, like kind of Hulk, but kind of Danny Huston. Like, yeah, <laughs> that could be cool. Uh, but Aries? yeah, so I think through, I don't think she really talked much more about that. But I mean, but so there was a the international trailer that was released. So like, we should take a moment of Zen and have a palate cleanser and like check out a Russian. palate cleanser, like especially some, since like you some, know uh, Sherbert. We are inaugurating a president that may or may not have ties close to the country that oh, may Jesus. be an ally. So hey, let's let's take a let's take a look, shall we? Yes. Das. Was that German? No. Uh, so hot. And just cinematography in this trailer. And it's also, you know, when you think about the war movie, but it also de-Americanizes it a little bit. Yeah. He sounds sexy in Russian. I didn't know Chris Pine spoke Russian. That's the, the, the sword. And the, and the costume. Yeah. Oh, that, his reaction to that is yeah. awesome. The heat, the hot reaction to that is so good. I love the music, too. Uh, she's like, in Russia, I wear tiara. <laughs> Diana! Oh, Diana sounds even better than Diana. <laughs> Look at her. She's so perplexed by that bullet. Isn't that a great reaction to that first bullet? What is this? She's like, oh, what is this thing supposed to do that to kick. me? That and that. Just in the, the colors too. There's so much. The colors are so yeah, fantastic. The freaking lariat. I hope that is in the that, film. That that theme has got to be her theme forever. That theme is very Russian sounding too. <laughs> Fight? These women is not fighting. But I'm not opposed to a little bit of fisticuffs. 
Wow. Hey. So there's that. I don't know about you guys, but I could not see any new footage that they talked about in there. No, I don't know. Uh, some of it looked like it was extended from what yeah, we Yeah, maybe a second or yeah. two, but I was like, yeah. Not so much, but still good to look again, at Again, clickbait by certain websites. Yeah, of course. Uh, and listen, guys, you know, we want to thank you for tuning into the show. The show is, of course, brought to you free of charge. Um, uh, it by, is? By, yes, it is, actually. It's free of charge. We're not charging people for this fabulous, informative, uh, intriguing broadcast. Nope. But that's because we are brought to you by sponsors like Blue Apron, who I'm sure you've heard plenty about uh, by this point. Mike, you're, yeah. uh, you're familiar with the Blue Apron. Corey, yeah, I, I mean, like, you know. You, you might not be familiar, familiar with it. Have you tried, no. Corey, as a listener? Have you ever been, uh, have you ever said, like, you know what, I gotta, I gotta try Blue Apron? Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been curious about it because uh, I'm one of those guys. I'm, I'm lazy to go to the store. <laughs> so you say you would say you've been blue curious, but you haven't actually <laughs> jumped in yet. You haven't gone full. You haven't it. gone full there. Well, listen. Yeah. Blue Apron, uh, you know, it's established partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, ranchers across the United States. Uh, the seafood is sourced sustainably. What this is, it's a way to get meals that are kind of partially prepared. You're still preparing them. Yeah, you're, you're still doing cooking it. them. But you're getting all the ingredients, and I can tell you it cuts, you know, about... 80% of the time it takes to prepare a meal, if you include the time it takes to go to the store, get the stuff home, uh, and separate it into the right proportions. Well, like what Blue Apron does is it sends you just the right amount of food that you need uh, for each meal. Uh, you can actually uh, go online and sort your menu out. You can choose certain days. There's no uh, obligations. Uh, everything is guaranteed fresh, meaning if you got something that was, uh, you know, rotten and growing mold and like, you know, like... <laughs> Like actually sent in it inside, like you would get a full refund. That's like just how it's guaranteed, you know. And each of these meals is less than ten dollars a person. Uh, and they, I, I went actually to check it out today uh, because every week is a different menu, and they're like, and it's cool because they say, you know, you click on the link and it's like, what are we preparing for you this week? What do we got next week? And they're all the different choices. And I, I gotta say, I'm very picky when it comes to food. I'm okay. very like. I'm not. I'm a, this I'm a, is how we were different. Yes, but okay. indeed. I'm a chicken vegetables type guy, you know. And I, but I eat. I, I love, love good food. But I know what I can prepare well. I know what I can't prepare well. Yeah. And some of the stuff on this, I was like, oh my gosh, if I can, if this is going to teach me how to do this. I'm in. I'm on board. Yeah, and the meals we're talking about. So, like, these are just examples of upcoming menus. Corey, I really trust that you're going to get the sample based on this: spicy <laughs> shrimp and Korean rice cakes with cabbage and furikake. Okay. That is so awesome. It's progressive. But the fact that you make it sound awesome, too. You know what you're talking about. Well, listen, food. I want to explain to you. The way that this guy you, talks yeah. for food is... Listen, a, these Korean rice cakes, if you've never had them, they kind of look like oval discs, and they have the texture of, like, rice noodles. If you've ever had, like, chow fun noodles or Thai noodles. So it's that kind of, like, soft, really sumptuous, sumptuous like, texture uh, of a noodle dumpling. Uh, and then furukake is a Japanese seasoning, usually made with sesame and seaweed. Um, and it's got a tremendous amount of umami and flavor. You also got pork chops and garlic piccata with scallion rice and spinach, green onions and spinach baked into the rice. It's beautiful. Uh, and then you get great vegetarian things, but they have a tremendous amount of flavor, like mushroom and chipotle enchiladas with lime sour cream. It's all awesome stuff. You can get a free trial um, by entering the uh, promotion code Movie News. That's blueapron.com slash movie news. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. I gotta tell you, because I'm gonna, I saw it, uh, it's the best way to prepare a meal for a lady. 
If you're, you got a date? Oh my god, if you got no serious cooking game, don't think that you are. Don't think that you can just go like... I... You need the training wheels of a Blue Apron type situation. <laughs> Trust me. I, not to be embarrassed, but that's what I took. I was like, oh my gosh. You're, you're set. You know, you got a man or a lady you want to I will uh, say this. This thing takes care of it. You're set. If you're Don't tell them to... it's Blue Apron. Think no. You did it. Thank you. Hide the materials. Yeah. Blue Apron comes in a great box. Everything is packed. It's cool. It's Put that away. Get rid of all that. Get rid of the evidence. Put your instructions. Tape them up in places where you can kind of just check them out and just do it like that. Yeah. That's totally the way you should do it. Um, I think I'm going to next week. Yeah. Uh, the lady friend. And I'll totally. let you guys know how it goes. Um, so let's talk about other movies that are definitely happening. Back to the DC. Yeah. Back to the DC world. Uh, James Wan is definitely making an Aquaman movie. Yep. And he's definitely using uh, the Mad Max This is what was Fury cool. Road Because they're, shoot, they're shooting in Australia. There were some pics. I think this was back in December, though, of a, the giant water tanks they're building. And now they've got the stunt team that did Mad Max doing this film. Now, if any of you guys have seen that movie... I'm not a big Mad Max fan. Like, I didn't care for the originals. But that movie, the word I use is visceral. Yes. I, I have friends that were... It's a good it, word it, for it. They were the, what are they, the, the boys, the wild boys, whatever they were. One of my friends was one of the drivers in one of those cars. Yeah. Worked for like six months no in Australia. Way. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a fantastic stunt driver. But he was one of the guys in those cars. And to know that they did all that practically on set is, again, another vote of confidence for Aquaman. I think that's... And yeah. the fact that what they're going to do, because, I mean, how are we going to do the stunts underwater, like yeah, swimming battles and these, like... these people that aren't, you know, we swim through water, we look ridiculous. But these Atlanteans, it's going to be amazing what they're going to create. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to see like the you know the practical effects they're going to use, how they're going to actually realize the underwater world, how we're going to be communicating underwater. There's a lot of questions with Aquaman. I wonder if we'll get a hint of it with Justice League. I imagine we will. Corey, we should have asked you this first. Uh, who's your favorite DC guy? Oh, uh, it's Batman. All right, there we go. That's easy enough. <laughs> now, taking Batman out of the equation, out of all these films we've got coming with DC, what are you most excited for? Um, really, um, the, the Flash. Flash? Because now, Adam, you were... Aquaman was the one that's got you going the most, right? Because you well, were, the more the we movies, hear, yeah, the more yeah, we yeah. hear. Well, that was just the one that, like, the casting from the get-go sounded like I knew from the casting the kind of film that it could be. And then James Wan, and then like, even again with James Wan last year, one of the stories like he was kind of on the fence too. Like, I feel like James Wan had his moment with WB too. Where yeah, he, but, but then he posted that picture of him on Twitter with the Aquaman I in the background. He's like, I don't I know what you're talking quashed. about, guys. I think he got quashed, but where there's smoke, there's fire. And I think there may have been something there. And I think I think he's he knows what kind of movie he's going to make now. Yeah. I don't know if Ben does or anything else, but I have a feeling that James yeah. Wan knows now the Aquaman movie he's making. Now, that is a perfect, perfect example. James Wan did go through this. Yes. We don't have a script. We don't have my walk. Yeah. And now... They're going. Everything's on board. They, yeah, they're hiring once, all these other actors. Once you're in, you're in. So I think Ben is just and, going through that. And point it doesn't right matter now. because once Ben says he is in, then in, whether and you know some people think this is gamesmanship on his part. I do not think so. But it's like I don't once think he's he is, trying to f with no, Warner he's Brothers. not or or the fans. No, but, but once he does because he said these things. Once it's signed and announced officially, we all have to think nothing but well. If you said that. That we must be getting the best Batman movie that could be imaginable because yeah. this, you know, mother effer said he was going to freaking make the movie finally. So that's another interesting thing too. 
you know, and again, some people have their theories about that. I'm not a conspiracy theorist like no, that. I'm not I, don't I, don't, think. I don't subscribe to that. Um, but it is very exciting. You excited for Aquaman? I mean, yeah, I just don't know what to expect in an Aquaman movie. Like, I'm excited for mm-hmm. Aquaman, but I just can't imagine. This what is I can't like. either. I mean, it, it, it went to what Patrick Wilson said when he was being interviewed. He's like. 20 years ago, we couldn't do an Aquaman film because of everything. It's like we're only at the point now where we can do an Aquaman film and do it justice, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do. The closest thing I could think of, and maybe this is just because I know that Cameron is doing this with the Avatar sequels, is that something in the Avatar world. Just in, in the idea of like a completely realized world and moving creatures, moving But that was still... But, I mean, obviously, 10 years still, later... On land, or maybe in trees, yeah. it wasn't underwater. That is a whole. I know it's not even outer space. But he's going underwater. Well, in the outer sequels. space, we have a we have a, a, a language. As filmmakers have a mm-hmm. language of what people in space how they react. You know, whether there's no sound, fire doesn't exist, movement is slow unless you have a, a, some kind of suit to assist you. We have never seen this kind of underwater, you know, high action. I mean, maybe they can, um, you know, like the Injustice games, you know, when you're in in, in Atlantis. Right, right. (laughs) But there's no water in, like, the temples and stuff. That's when you go outside, that's where all That's exactly what we're talking about. Is it going to be like a Phantom Menace where you go through some kind of bubble that brings from the water into a dry area? We don't know. We'll see. Um, Somebody said, don't forget to cover the Entertainment Weekly Justice League promo shot. Was there an official Entertainment Weekly Justice League promo shot? Was that with the chests? Is it that one? I, I don't. Is that official? I, I thought that was fan art. I don't know if that's. I it. don't know what you're talking about. I didn't see it. Who, I'm who sorry. Who wrote that one? Who's writing that? Um, don't forget that was uh, Jose Estrada. Jose. My chat's a little. I, I think that was. If it was all the chests with the symbols, I thought that was fan art. Yeah. I could be wrong. I don't know. Um. Okay. So here's some more news. One property that we, many of us believe was never going to happen because we haven't heard anything oh, about God. it. Oh God. Was Shazam. There's been not a lot of... You amateur. Are you making things ding? Sorry. Son of a bee. <laughs> um, Shazam! And then what? Was it Christmas or New Year's that they were... That we got Henry Cavill or Cavill? I, don't I think know. it was New Year's. Uh, it's recently. And the Rock. It's recently. Sharing like, some whiskey and tequila, I believe. I think we have a picture there somewhere. Um, and uh, they're saying, like, today we drink like men and excited about things to happen in the future, which leads us to believe potentially that Superman and, Sh- and, and Black Adam right. um, are to appear in the same films. I'd like to know the opinions of everybody in the chat room, um, and particularly you gentlemen here. What do you think this means? Uh, Let's go way, to you. The go way on. they, um, the Rockies talking about his Black Adam. It it kind of makes it seem like he's gonna show up first before Shazam. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. So oh, who knows? Maybe he'll be in the next Superman movie, and then you know, Billy shows up and he's like, "Hey, bro, you're doing bad things. I want to beat you." Interesting. I again, I don't know. I have no I, idea. Like, I love uh, that. I mean, and that's honestly the scenario that I thought most likely. And how cool <coughs> you introduce Black Adam, and I feel like Black. Ad- I mean, the way they're talking about him is like he's going to be kind of an anti-hero, but you know, he's got to be the opposite. He's got to be the villain in Shazam in that movie. So, I mean, one thing that could happen is it could be the Shazam movie where Superman shows up to mentor Shazam right. because he's a child in a Superman body. Um, 
but then you have what Superman in another supporting role before Man of Steel two. Is this is this potentially are we saying that like well we don't know what's going on with this Batman movie but we're getting this Man of Steel movie uh, greenlighted right quick and are right. we are we going to get an announcement about a Man of Steel two before an official announcement about the Batman? This is, I, this is all just a preview. Like again, of what, I, this I is just the first week of 2017, guys. This is all because we only, you know, we still got uh, five months before a movie, six months before a movie, but yeah, uh, we I, got a lot of announcements and things to look forward to in the next I, months. Well, what if what if Superman is in the Shazam movie? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. yeah, he shows up and he's fighting Black Adam, and then Billy Batson shows up, and yeah, because because Superman's weakness is what magic, right? Yeah. Magic, potentially. Yeah. So he needs someone also magic based to actually <sighs> beat him, and he helps. I mean, I just don't know. What to I think would love this. a Superman Shazam team. Up I don't know. Me, I, mean. I I just don't know what to think of this. That would be the DC equivalent of like the the, the, the Deadpool Wolverine oh, team up that they're talking about, like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. Superman being the Wolverine in that scenario somehow. I'm not sure. I don't know what to think of it. I don't. <laughs> so I, you, don't, you don't have you don't have a, you, like, you want to commit to any movie. I don't know what to do. I mean, what about Black Adam showing up in Justice League? Will you give me that? No, Maybe, that's not happening. I'm not giving you that. Steppenwolf and the Parademons. We got too much going on. Nothing. He's not even going to be a teaser in that film. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't even know what to think about Sh- Shazam in it because weren't they talking about putting it in a different universe? There was a little talk of that where it was just going to be a, a okay, one-off. Okay, okay. Well, that's a great, that. great point that Corey <laughs> makes, and I was the first person to say this when they moved Shazam to New Line. But now the guy that was at New Line is now in charge at Warner Brothers, and the other Warner Brothers, the other DC producer, was out. Really? Right. Yeah. So the New Line guy came over. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm bad with these names right now, but so that and then that picture makes me think that Shazam is indeed <laughs> going to be in the DC universe, and I think. That probably also happened when they decided to lighten things up. I think that was probably part of that too, right? Yeah. Because when they were like, "Hey, like, no, that's not going to happen," then things have been changed, and I think they're like, "We need to get the Rock in here." It's like that's what they always say. He's franchised Viagra. Not that the franchise is like, <laughs> but they're like, "Somebody call the Rock. Let's yeah. get him in here one way or another." And Ben Affleck is just like, "No, I'm not putting the Black Adam in my Batman movie." Right? Maybe that's the problem, guys. Hey, you got to no. You got to shoehorn Black Adam in there. He's like, "No, I can't." It's not gonna work. Oh my god! I don't know. <laughs> I, I, and again, I, I, I'm maybe Sky Patterson, my biggest fan next to my mother, says Black Adam will show up in JLA three. Guarantees it. Oh well. So the that's, Rock, that's the a, geriatric that's Rock. Like ten years from now. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, ever since the beginning, for me, I'm not on board with him as Black Adam. <laughs> I, I not. Think I like the Rock. I really yeah. do. I, but he is almost a personality, whereas. I don't see an actor. I see The Rock. Yeah. You know, so to see him in this film, it, it's, it's you know. Well, Mikey, Christmas, if you want an argument, you won't find it here. Okay. On that front. I'm not going to argue and, with you. And, and I also think that um, like he, some people saying that they were double casting, like he was going to play both Black Adam and Shazam. Like, no, how, how terrible would that, that be? That would be absolutely what, awful. Would be, you would really want to see The Rock fight The Rock in a movie? Like, I, how stupid would that be? I... I like the rock. It'd be like a bad I, I love his movies. Episode. I think I think he's a great human being. Just the way he talks to his fans. He's amazing. And he's an amazing. But character. I do not think he belongs in the DC universe. I think he's too big of a personality for this. I series. think. Okay, I will say this though, and fans of the Rock and Dwayne Johnson will go this: if he can pull it off and play a serious heavy and make it believable, it will be like a career-making role for him. It will. I mean, like not that the guy. Needs I say you. Up. I say you find and you do like Batista. You get a guy that's, yeah, wrestling, but he's not a personality. And now 
He's yeah. made himself but, to Drax. But would you and, believe that if he can step outside of it somehow? I mean, like, is the potential there? I, I always want to think, think that for actors. Yeah. But he's just so larger than life. Yeah. He has created this version of himself. Well, listen, one of my favorite uh, heroes of all time <clears throat> in film is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. You know, in, like, some of my absolute favorite films. And, and he was in a comic book movie, and that didn't work out so well. Granted, I don't blame Arnold for that. I think Arnold is somebody that only works when he's in the right Last director. Last Action Hero is a classic. Oh, boy. Oh, here we, oh here boy. we go. Here we go. That was when it all started to go awry. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh... Uh, that was honestly where it really started to go bad. Like, he was batting a 1,000, and then Last Action Hero, I think, was just like... But it's, Last Action Hero was ahead of its time. Funny it was ahead of its time. It just, yeah, it didn't know what it was yet. You're right. If it, if it would have come out around the time Austin Powers did, about four or five years later... Much better. Okay, but here's the thing. There was also comments on Dwayne Johnson made on like why he chose Black Adam, and he really was just like it's his favorite character of all time. Like, do you believe that? No, I, mean, I think that's wrestler talk. He's like he's always been my favorite. I think they looked at who could you be, right? And that was he mentioned that this was a character that started as a slave, and they he likes this. They're they're really pointing to this anti-hero idea, and like he's the kind of person more like a Punisher character but even, than a villain character. God, even someone like Hercules. It right. was The Rock as Hercules. It wasn't right. Hercules. Well, that wasn't a good movie, though. Still. I know that, but still, it's it's an example of it's a, a good... literary character that... Yeah. You know? It's a good point, though, and I think... Um, yeah, I like the, uh, that. I, pr- I, I think that there's been so many different versions of Shazam and Captain Marvel. This wasn't even originally a DC property. It right, was like this was a kind of like... It comics, and they, they acquired it, right? You know yeah. what this almost seems like to me? This almost seems like a Edgar Wright Ant-Man thing. Where he'd been doing that before Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man came along. It was a project they wanted to do. They tried to right. fold it into the Marvel Universe that it is now. And that's where I grew up. It's like, the film I want to make is not this. Yes. I think their Black Adam, which they were going to make three, four years ago, is not what we... Is not now part of this. Yes. But you don't want to say no to The Rock. You don't want to piss him off. You don't want him to not do your Warner Brothers films anymore. <laughs> so he's, you know, they're kind of like, we're going to get you in there soon, Dwayne. We're going to put your film in there. And he's like, I know, eyebrow up and stuff. That's my terrible rock impersonation. Anyway. He did. No, yeah. Someone just said, yeah. He concluded that saying that it was his favorite here, but he was also up for Lobo. I, I mean, I, know, I would see Lobo things. more than I would see Black Adam. Throw some prosthetics on him. I could see Lobo. I would go for that Maybe. more than because that's almost you know an out there Lobo. character. Tom Hardy should be Lobo. No, definitely. Nope. Tom Hardy should have been Rick Flag. I'll say that oh, right now. Boy, that would have been a waste of Tom Hardy, and he knew it. That's why he didn't want to Maybe do that's it. That's why. That's totally why. He's yeah, like, Rick Flag me? did almost nothing. Do you think he would do? Wait, do you think he was blowing smoke up everyone's? Uh, yeah. By saying it was like I really wanted to do it, but I couldn't work it out. Yes. Yes. Maybe it was more like this is. I don't want to be part yeah, of it. Yeah, I do. Okay. All right. Tom Hardy picks incredible projects, <laughs> man. He he, that guy. That guy's got an amazing track record. He's someone I could see coming into the DC universe. Um, okay, so uh, also there was a little bit of uh, Batman v Superman trivia that came out this week. Zack no, Snyder, no, 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 trivia, little trivia. Zack Snyder's hands were actually in the Fight Club scene in Batman. He v was Superman. Bruce Wayne's hand on the phone, flipping yeah. it over. That's honestly one of my favorite scenes in the movie because I like the part when Bruce Wayne like leans into the guy and tells him something, and then he just like ends the fight in the next blow. And I love the fact, like, part of me was kind of like, why is he all dressed up in a suit, looking Bruce? Wayne-ish, but Bruce Wayne would be sleazy enough to go to a flight club. 
the I Bruce Wayne that they've created would have been like that kind of guy that liked to see that stuff. It's like moments like that. I was like, oh yeah, that was a really cool moment. Yeah, like, it was that great. was a really really cool kind of thing to be in there. Um, all right, well that's pretty much uh, all the movie news that we have so far. <coughs> I mean, Excuse mostly me. listen. The news will be coming, guys. Fast and furious. Over the next couple of months, we're gonna we're gonna see just where the DCEU is and is going. And I hope that you keep joining us week after week. Myself, Adam Gertler, Mike Kalinowski, Roxy Stryer, uh, great guests like uh, Kage, 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 Kageyama, Kageyama. Just a badass name, Johnny Lee Foster. That's just a badass name, dude. Tom Hardy for the new Logan Wolverine. And I'm Mike Kalinowski, you know. Yeah. Um, but finally, we should pay homage to a little bit of of, uh, of, of Roxy Stryer. Of the crown jewel. Yeah. We call, you know jewel. that. We call her. The, she's our crown jewel. Yeah. So She's um, not here, and I miss her. Yeah. I don't even know if we know in the booth it's she's time all to, still. Uh, she's yeah. all still. It's time for. Because I my, she had my balls. The Christmas balls. Yes. The Christmas she balls. She had them, and that's why she's not here anymore. It's time for Roxy Stryer's TV time, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for Roxy Stryer's TV time. Sing along with me this time. Roxy Stryer's TV time. There we go. Sing along with me this time. Roxy Stryer's TV time. She thinks that the flash is fine. DC movie news, it's time to talk. TV time! That's for you, Crown Jewel. That's for you, Crown Jewel. Uh, Canucks fan wants to know, is Adam drunk? Well, isn't that ever the question? On love. Yeah. I love to love and find you. That's that James Brown interview. You ever see that where he's drunk? Oh, no. James Brown? Do yourselves a favor, YouTube. Go look up James Brown Wasted interview. It is 10 minutes of glorious. That's one interview specifically. Oh, God, it's fantastic. That sounds incredible. I'm going to be checking that out. Oh, God. Um, so, Jeff Johns. Uh, this you know, came out of nowhere. Yeah, this came out of nowhere. He teased uh, a new DC TV show that he's excited about. Because he, he, he put a lot of things on the new year. He's going to be writing a top new comic. Five. He did a yeah, top, top five. five Twitter thing. One of was that he's going to come back to comics writing. And then this other big one is a new show. Yeah. Now, what I want to know is, why is he not coming forward to help Ben out and talk and, and help cover Ben? Why? Well, well that's what? a really good question, Mike. I don't understand that. Why isn't he coming to the, the rescue? Well, because maybe all is not in, uh, you know, all is not paradise over there. It's kind of weird. Ah. It's a little weird. I don't want to talk about it. He has a... John's have a he has a lot under his belt. Well, so, that's what I'm saying. If he's got TV, he's talking comics now, and he's also under his belt or on his plate or both. 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 Yeah, I, I, I agree. said that wrong. <laughs> no, you, you, we got we got, well, we got, we got the gist, it. buddy. We got the gist. I don't know if I if I was looking too into it, but when I saw those that top five tweets, I definitely thought like we're gonna get this guy's definitely not like. DC's Kevin Feige. Like, you know, that was a... If anybody thought that, because that's a full-time job. I think, like, as in Feige, he really has no control over the comics or TV. Even the TV, he really has no say over. That's Jeff Loeb and those guys. Yeah. I think think John's is DC property. He's DC property guy. He's everything. I think he's got some hands with Injustice going on, the game. Yeah. I think he he talks to the guys in animation. I think they want him to be the guy that kind of brings the whole tone under the same umbrella and all this stuff. But he's not the green light, red light producer guy. No. That Foggy Which is. Which we probably, you know, I know I was a little mistaken on. Yeah, I think I we announced. all just like were really just hoping that somebody was going to like grab the reins and like tell us what was going on. And we were excited about the fact that it would be such an insider but to do that. 
that also could be why we have so many problems. And I know, I'm sorry, we're going off TV time real quick. I know. But where like Wonder Woman goes Back forward, movies, Aquaman's yeah. going forward, but Ben's having problems on Batman because there's not that one guy going. So you're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing this. We're putting all in this. They're, he, they're letting the directors, yeah, do their thing. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Back anyway, to time. I'm so, sorry. Um, I digressed. So some people think it's going to be Black Lightning. What do you guys think? Do you guys have any opinions? What uh, what show you think is going to be coming up here? I don't want to see a Black Lightning. You uh, don't? I do. Oh, you do? Yeah. I did. You just said that. I was like, I, oh, that'd be cool. Well, I think there was that was rumored before, and I think um, I would say I'm going to go with you guys on that one. I think Atlanti it is going. Rumored it, and honestly, wouldn't it make sense? I mean, I I think it will definitely be some kind of ethnic lead role. Because all those shows we don't have any. Not a Legends, one. Legends has ethnic diversity characters, but it is not an ethnically diverse yeah. lead cast, and I think that's what they're going with. So yeah. whatever it is, it's going to be that. Yeah, yeah. So that makes and again, sense. smart marketing because it'll bring a whole other quadrant of viewers in. Yes, yeah, so much so, Berlantiverse. This guy, they're, they're smart. Good. They hey, know what they're congratulations doing. to Greg Berlanti. Dude just got engaged. Did he? Yeah, he just got engaged and. Uh, He's, that guy's living the life, man. He's oh. living the life of a geek, man. Dude, good for him. Killing me. That guy's killing. I see, buddy. Canucks fan. The question, buddy. I'm up with you on that one. I would love a question TV series. Um, um, Nightwing would be a great target, one. That was the coolest thing that happened this year on DC TV. I think. Did you I see was, that? Oh, he's one of my favorite characters. I was a little disappointed in the way they dealt oh, with you him. Didn't like it. I, I, the I handling just, of it was a little, a little okay. weird. A little I'm weird. not as familiar with the character. I, I just thought it was kind of cool. That the but guy it was showed great up. that he, he showed like, up. Yeah, I just sat there and got assassinated, and here you go, and I learned this about this, and peace. But I just think that that was something that Oliver Queen himself could have done. Put the bullet, profess on, take the bullet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it it was. True. Yeah. But I like that they've established him in the world They now. just wanted to get him out there. Yeah. Um, and then finally, we got some interesting news that, like, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, which is, I think, still my... Current favorite. I love it. DC it TV is such show. a good. It's the most comic booky of them all. It also, yeah, it just doesn't get mired down in itself as much. It, right. And it feels like it, it, it's easy for enough to be going on that it's always going somewhere else in that sort of Doctor Whoish kind of way. It does know? have a Doctor Whoish feel. You think so? Yeah. And quantum leapish kind of, you know, it's, yeah. it's 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 a fun kind of thing, and yet it can jump back and then participate with the current characters because it's a timey wimey show. Right, right, right. It can do that all the a time. A timey wimey. That's yeah. My friend Cat says timey wimey. So <laughs> That's that was good. A shout out to her. She's a big Doctor Who fan. And she's like, oh, you know, because of timey wimey, this happened. When she's like helping me explain explain things to me that happened in on Doctor Who, because I'm like, I don't I don't get it sometimes. Um, so. George Lucas is going to be a character on Legends of Tomorrow. He's already Star Wars has been referenced well, have, have on Legends you, before. Have you read how he's going to be used? I think it's phenomenal. They're trying to yeah. something happens to him and it affects the team because he doesn't like, go to film school. Ray doesn't go into science. Right. The uh, Commander Steel. Yeah, uh, doesn't go into archaeology because these characters that Raiders of the Lost Raiders Star, of the Lost Ark. Star Wars. Like, that's how we are. Like I grew like. Temple of Doom was the movie that made me want to be an actor. Seeing that movie, oh my god, I'm so glad you say that. Temple of Doom doesn't get a lot enough. Oh credit. my god, it's, everybody craps on Temple. I of love Doom. Temple of Doom. It's Nam Shivayam. It's better than it's better than Last Crusade. Nam Shivayam. It's better than Last Crusade. Like, um, but such a good it's such a great concept. Like George Lucas is a real person. Yeah, and the fact that it affects their lives. I think that's so cool. Some people will say that's when Quantum Leap jumped the shark when they started to like incorporate real historic people like in the uh, later seasons. Okay. But I, I I like this. This is not. It's not the same thing. I mean, is it all right for them to keep? Because you know, Star Wars is Disney, and you know, I mean, they they well, keep I, doing these Star Wars references on. But the I Flash think it's because it's pop culture. I, mean, I think it's because it's 
It's, it's yeah. the lexicon. You it's so use big it. that it, it actually transcends. I mean, listen, Star Wars is Star Wars before it was Disney. And yeah, I think true. that you, you don't get to take it away from everybody. It really inspired all these people that are doing these comics Everyone. and writing these shows. So it's, it's like it's, everybody gets to invoke it. They talked about it on, on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. this season. And they talked about it on, yeah. on Legends. You know, like they've, they've mentioned, uh, I think it was on Legends, but it's been plenty of references. Um, and then I think we have, uh, oh my God, uh, what was this? A connection? Swamp Thing, I would like to see Constantine. You love Swamp Thing. I want Swamp Thing, but I want to see of, Swamp Thing on the theater. I think that's when the Dark Justice League thing happens, we're going to get a speaking great of, Swamp Thing. Uh, appearances got coming up. Mr. Mitzelplik is coming uh, on Supergirl. Oh, that's exciting. And I want it, oh, I could be so wrong, but I thought it was cast and it was Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, I could God, be completely he played off him my on, rocker. He played him on an animated series, I think. Is that what I'm thinking of it from? Yeah, because I, I listen to sworn... his podcast all the time, and he said he played it, but if they actually oh, cast God, him, sworn he, he could still play it. It would be hilarious. Uh, going back to the, the, the Swamp thing, um, I think it was Joseph Kahn. Mm-hmm. He did the, that weird um, Power Slash Rangers Kind of oh, the, the, he's a he's a, uh, a director. He directs yeah. music videos. Yeah, I yeah. Was Justin on Khan. His, um, his Vimeo last uh, the other day, and I seen like a like a um, CGI swamp thing. Oh, like oh, he was, was doing like a t- test. Was yeah, that the it, test it was one that like he was walking test, from yeah. the Justice oh, League? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it was for, but I I just remember when you you brought up swamp. I was like, oh, I seen that. So who knows what that was for? That'll be interesting. I don't I know. I know there was. I wonder one, if there was, there was like a, a fan, like a test, because he does fan stuff. That says like his own thing. That takes. I don't know. I'm not. You're the Swamp Thing guy, champ. Not me. Um, I just. Uh, I'm excited to see Swamp Thing back, and I know Justice League Dark is coming out really soon. Like right next week. The or animated. Something? Is it next? No, it's not. Is it next week? Uh, I, I want to say they're always in February. I'll look it up right now. You talk, talk, February. buddy. I'll okay, find I'm out. Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us for this special late night Wednesday night episode brought to you by Blue Apron. Um, put yourself over, guys, please. Corey? Uh, my name is Corey Gibson. Um, Gibson Kageyama on Twitter. I mean, Gibson Kage on Twitter. Um, All right. I'm Adam Gertler. He's at Mike Kalinowski, and we'll see you next time. February 7th. Justice League Dark. February 7th. Animated. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.